Welcome to the live Canadian talk show Chat 88's at 8 podcast with your host Curtis LaBelle where I share the power of new music in Canada and I interview a new guest artist from the music industry every week. Join me right now for this next episode. Welcome to Chatting 88. If you're just getting here right now, that's great. Oh, every single week we have a guest. Cause spending time with me is the best. Welcome everybody. Good evening to uh, all of you and thank you for joining me here. Uh, on Chatting 88 at 8. My name is Curtis LaBelle and I am super excited to uh, bring this show to you tonight. We have uh, a great guest coming in this evening and um, we have some wonderful information that we've discovered on, uh, uh, on, uh, on this day. So a couple of things. We have uh, uh, paying tribute to our rice cake light holders today. You can't see them at the moment, but we needed to find the perfect size of uh, light holder for um, uh, uh, many lights that are on the uh, piano here. And we ended up using a rice cake that we cracked up into little pieces. So the rice cakes have uh, saved the day. So thank you, rice cakes. And uh, we have something coming up here. I'll just play that much. Halloween is around the corner. So I wanted to make sure that uh, everybody is making the right choices. Are you... Uh, gonna go out for Halloween? Are you gonna go trick-or-treating? Are you guys making the candy shoots on the, uh, uh, I heard that people are gonna be taking uh, just some PVC piping and putting one on the railings and shooting it down to the kids. I know that uh, AHS here in Alberta and other uh, sources have been putting out different ideas and things that the parents can do to make sure that your kids are safe during Halloween. So we wanna make sure we get them candy out there and we eat all that candy, but we wanna get it in a safe way. Uh, welcome here to the Vinyl Den. We're at the Vinyl Den in Red Deer for Chat 88. Vinyl Den here in Red Deer. We have uh, great things. Not only do we have our little stage and studio here, we have, it's a vintage music store. We've got great things from uh, vintage books to records, tapes, CDs, clothing, memorabilia. We have a beautiful kiss display in the back. Uh, even though things that aren't for sale, please still come on down to uh, the Vinyl Den here in Red Deer. And uh, not only that, did you know that one of the things we're doing here on Chat in 88, since uh, we are reaching worldwide, uh, we're uh, going to be doing some uh, advertisements here. So if you are interested on in getting your business advertised uh, through us on Chat in 88 uh, here, um, please contact us. Give us a ringy dingy. Uh, private message and uh, just uh, let us know if you'd like us uh, to do some advertisement for you and we'll uh, let you know of our packages and our prices and things that are going on for that. So that's really exciting. Did you know? Well, I did. So product placement, I'm learning that you need to hold the uh, display properly on chat and it right there it is. It's, the, this is not in the right place of the mug. So We'll fix that uh, next time. All right. Also speaking of Did You Know here on Raw Street in Red Deer, this is very exciting. Uh, we need some fun music for this. Um, 
recently, I can't play and talk with that because that's not working, but recently we have great news here on Red Deer. One of the places that um, we've been able to uh, be very successful with continuing live music here in Red Deer has been on the Raw Street patio. And we found out today, we've been, the businesses uh, on this street have been teaming up and coming together and championing uh, this amazing feat. And for the first time, they are now uh, approving that the Raw Street patio that we have, where we've been doing our live music in the summer and other events, uh, they are now allowed to keep it up throughout the winter months. So that's very exciting. Getting a little bit of feedback from the microphone. So if we can go turn that down on the stereo, that would be great. Uh, thank you so much for the sound guy. Um, Will on sound. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Raw Street patio, that's very exciting. Uh, and if you have never experienced the Raw Street patio, I know there's a bunch of uh, places uh, around this uh, area, Red Deer, Edmonton, Calgary, all the little towns have these wonderful places where they uh, bring out the patios in the summer. Uh, Red Deer is one of them. So please come and visit the Raw Street patio in Red Deer. I am going to sing something for you. I too am an artist, not just a wannabe talk show host. <laughs> I think it's working though. So that being said, this is a song called The Five Finger Dance. This is a fun tune of mine. And uh, we'll, we'll take it a little slower than, uh, well, maybe not slower, but we'll see how this works. Saturday night's the night to take you on a date Use the quarter that you threw in my beer you find a dime, you lift your hand up to the sky Maybe then you'll learn to spread a little cheer You do the five-finger dance, only you can show me how Do the five-finger dance, baby, we need to take it in The five-finger dance, sudden down, oh, can't you see? The five-finger dance, you and me, oh, 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 do the five-finger dance, you and me, the middle finger's not the way to set me free, use all five, what happens next, and you'll see, you find a dime, you lift your hand up to the sky, maybe then you'll learn to set yourself free, we'll do the five-finger dance, only you can show me how, the five dance baby we need to take it in the five finger dance sudden down boy can't you see the five finger dance you and me The five-finger dance, baby, we need to take it in. The five-finger dance, sudden down, boy, can't you see? The five-finger dance, you and me, oh, do the five-finger dance, you and me, oh, do the five-finger dance, you and me. dance that is recorded and that is a single and it will be coming out sometime around christmas that is the plan so that's a five finger dance moving on ladies and gentlemen we have the album of the week today album of the week here we are what have we got dan seals now this is a bit of a country week 
because we have uh, our artist is uh, country. And so this week's album is Dan Seals. Here we are, isn't that lovely? I'm more along the lines of how much lighting was used to make this shot in the middle of the night. So I can imagine what it looked like. <laughs> it looks like it was in the desert or some. So the production was great. Also this um, on this side here, this lovely uh, trailer here, this is great. So Dan Seals, first of all, great album, uh, album cover. And the album is called Won't Be Blue Anymore. And so on this, we have the following. Whoops, down here. Can't read it. Heading west, I won't be blue anymore. Everything that glitters is not gold. I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see. Tobacco Road, your love. You plant your field, still a little bit of love. Meet me in Montana. Three stars on that. Why is there three stars on that? Where am I reading that? Three stars. Oh, there's probably on the album. Uh, Meet me in Montana and Bop. So easy to need. City kind of girl. What was the song? Where did you go, Will? What was this? What? Bop? Bop. So that was, yeah, Bop is the one that was uh, quite the uh, heavy hit and single out of this. Uh, album and this was recorded at um, EMI. No, that's a lie. I'm just going to open this up. Here we go. EMI. America. Dan Seals won't be blue anymore. All right, album of the week. If you have no idea who he is, you know what? I was I didn't know who he was until I heard that song. Bob. It's like oh, okay. It's nice to put a name to music. Sometimes, well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not when you're like, oh, this person sings this song. That's happened before. Um, I have no idea. So I had Dan Seals. Thank you for that song. And I only recognized it simply because I've heard so many different people do that song as a cover. So that's the album of the week. All right. Moving on to On This Day. On This Day. Um just to check in here from the technical side, what time is it? What time is it? We have, uh, mm. all right, we're doing good. Um, just let me know when Haley comes in. All right, on this day, 1958, Buddy Holly is did his last recording session, took place at the Pythian, uh, Pythian Temple Studios in New York City, 1958, Buddy Holly. 1965, the Beatles started from scratch on a new single called Norwegian Wood. If you've never heard it, I recommend you do go see it. On this day, 1976, Keith Moon played his last show with The Who. How sad. Perfect. Great player, great drummer. Uh, on this day, 1992, George Michael took Sony Records to court in a fight over his contract with the company. He lost the case in 1994, and recently after that, not less than 10 years, he started to work with them again. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. 1997, on this day, Elton John's Candle in the Wind, 97 was declared by Guinness Book of Records the biggest selling record of all time get this, with 31.8 million in sales in less than 40 days. 40 days. On this day, we have a lovely guest 
whose name is Haley Benedict, who is in our waiting room. And let me give you just a little bit of information about this lovely young lady. I have known Haley uh, for, um, well, I would have to say almost 10 years now. And I've seen her, um, she is an extremely young, talented woman who is really making her name in the uh, country music industry. Just a couple of her things. She was um, a, the Grown Talent winner in 2017 at the Big Valley Jamboree, uh, homegrown talent winner there. In 2017, was five-time uh, the NACMAI Youth uh, winner. In 2019, she's an EMA Rising Star Award. Please, without further ado, can you please put your hands together for Haley Benedict? We're gonna bring her in here. H for Haley, H for Haley, she's gonna be coming in, here she comes. See me yet? I don't know. Haley, we can hear what? you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> we can't see you though. Oh, there oh. you are. Oh, there you go. good. <laughs> oh, your camera's sideways. Oh, I have it upright, hang on. That's weird. Did you start Zoom after? Huh? Did you, uh, there we go. There, sorry, I don't know what. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a what a treat to see you. This is so exciting. It's great to see you too. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing wonderful. And uh, my, my goodness, I'd have to say this uh, right now, everything on, this has been, this was, this is a smooth operation today. So I think this is fantastic. And you look, you're looking fabulous on your other end with technology. How many Thank lights you. do you have over there, my darling? Pardon? How many lights do you have going on over there? Lights on uh, on Facebook? No, 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 no. Lights. How many lights oh, do you lights. have? Oh, lights. Sorry. I thought you said lights. So I was like, I don't know. Um, I, have <laughs> a, I have a big ring light. So it just kind of covers everything. So yeah, it's uh, been one of my favorite things to use, especially now with everything being on social media and all that. So yeah. I know, right? Everything is online, but it, I guess adapting to the times is necessary, right? Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I'd rather see you in person right now, but it's awesome that we can do this like this. And yeah. I, um, Haley. Okay. So this is how this is going to work, my darling. Um, I'm going to ask you some generic questions, some just very simple questions so that we get to know who you are. And then I'll ask you some in-depth questions and uh, just to uh, get to know you even more in-depth. And it's just going to be that simple. We'll play a couple of tunes. We'll Talk awesome. about your lovely uh, adventures in the music industry so far. So without further ado, just tell us a little bit about where you're from, Haley, and, um, uh, and yeah, just where you're from and how old you were when you started uh, realizing that music was the way for you. Yeah. So, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Haley Benedict. I am from St. Albert, um, Alberta, so just outside of Edmonton, and I started singing when I was around six years old. Um, but I really started to realize, you know, it was um, something that I wanted to do as a career and professionally around nine when I started, um, you know, doing songwriting and taking piano lessons from you as well, Curtis. And uh, yeah, I've been doing it uh, ever since. And I, I just love it. I remember, um, I remember all of those times. And I remember, <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's so, it's so great to be, um, connecting on a different level in the professional area on, on just just as an art and our adventures together in music you know going from a piano sure. lesson to um here you are doing all these wonderful things mm -hmm. at 18. so 
tell us when, uh, at what point did you realize that you wanted to move from doing music as a hobby? Uh, you're, you're 18, right? Yeah, 18 oh. now. <laughs> okay, so uh, you, you, I, rem I remember, <laughs> I remember, I'm going to say this, I remember being jealous of <laughs> your, uh, um, your ability to take the music from being a hobby to turning it into a career very fast. Um, and tell us a little bit about that, Where, when that moment was, when did that seed get planted and go, you can do this and you can make money at this, Haley, and I think you should do that. <laughs> When did that moment happen? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, for me, it like as much as it's kind of just ended up happening because I've always just had that love for it. And so, um, you know, when I really started realizing this is something I want to do as a career is when I started playing my own original music out at places and I started having people kind of come up to me and having them describe how that song made them feel or how it made them get through like, a really bad breakup and at the time like even when I was really young I wasn't really writing about personally breakups but just writing from tvs tv shows books movies all that and so when I started to realize that I could like help people get through um you know difficult times or help them celebrate good times in their lives um and I'd perform at schools and stuff as well and uh just seeing that impact that music has on people um, I just, I love that feeling of getting to connect with someone. And so I really just want to, you know, share my music with the world. And that's when I start to realize, like, I really want to do this as a career and, you know, share my stories and help people with my music as well. I, and I, I'd have, I, I will second everything you just said, just being from somebody as a, as a, as a, as a bystander watching you as a fan, Haley. I mean, yeah, I do follow you, my girl. And you have, I've always known one thing that you are capable of doing is connecting with the community and giving back to them through music. You have just quickly tell us, there's a few times and I'm, I, I don't unfortunately know the quick names off the top of my head, but you've, you've given back to the community by writing some uh, memorable songs about certain, uh, you know, soldiers and, and um, officers of law and people that have given back to the community. You've expressed how much they've given back through your music. Quickly tell us how, um, well, not quickly, but <laughs> I'm always with a time thing on this show. Um, bring us into the journey that how you are able to connect with those people who you may not know personally but because of their situation and because of the type of person you are, you were able to use your uh, medium of music to give back to them. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I think, you know, as artists, we have a very cool platform that we're able to um, tell these stories or messages in such a unique way. And I think when something is put into a song, you can almost relate to it more or you understand the message more. And so a lot of these things, you know, if I hadn't, you know, personally experienced it, it was really um, enlightening, I guess, to put myself in someone else's shoes and uh, see how they might be feeling. And that's the coolest part to me about songwriting is the storytelling aspect of it. Um, and then to also write about things that have deeply impacted me. Um, sometimes, you know, you just write it as a way of like therapy almost, but then it ends up becoming this thing that you can connect with people and, and give back. And I feel like there's so many people in our community that are giving back constantly. And the least we can do as artists is help give something back to them as well. Yeah. 
and you've done such a fabulous job at that. Um, what are the how many how many songs have you written as a give back to the community? Ah, uh, wow, I don't know. I'd I'd say uh, I did one last year uh, for United Way, so that was for poverty, um, and then I also had one that I had written and donated all the funds um, to the Win Legacy Fund um, for one of the fallen RCMP officers, David Wynn here. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've written songs um, for uh, bullying and for like girls empowerment school. So I don't know how many exactly, but I'd, I'd say a large part of my repertoire has been, um, you know, trying to give back to those people and uh, I love doing it. So and yeah. you're <laughs> It's a beautiful win. What I people buy, you know, people buy a why rather than you know a, a want or a need. And and I, I thank you for thank you for using your ability, your singer and songwriting abilities to to do those songs. We wouldn't have them otherwise. And um, I know that the families that are are attached to those because it's not just any family; it's all families that are attached. Oh, to yeah, songs. exactly. Yeah, we're all connected from what you've created, and so um, thank you for that. Um, sidestep to lighten the mood here. Yes. <laughs> um, what is your favorite color? My favorite color, oh, uh, I'd have to say like a tangerine, kind of like a not a not complete pink, but like not complete orange, like sunset. I know that's kind of not really a color, but. Or, or I'm, sure, I'm sure if you went to like some paint store and you'd find a paint product called Sunset, I'm sure. That's Sunset, fine. probably. So yeah, probably that. <laughs> What's your least favorite color? My least favorite color? Um, maybe brown. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of dark. I don't know. I don't see it a whole lot, but. Okay. What's your favorite sound? Uh, favorite sound? The guitar, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and your least favorite sound? Least favorite sound? Uh, mm, probably uh, nails on chalkboard. I know that's like a basic one, but. No, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's dive right into uh, your. You're gonna. Uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about this chat in '88. Um, uh, oh, and here's the fun fact. Are you ready for this? Today's an actual big day for chat in '88s, if you will. And I'm really happy that you get to share it with us. And I thought of this last week because I thought it was. But today is our tenth episode, and oh, you yeah. are our tenth guest. So awesome. thank you for being. That's that's cool to me. Uh, this is our. You know, in ten episodes. Uh, we, uh, you know, uh, Shaw Spotlight has come on and they are now um, viewing this uh, on their programming and uh, we've just had some amazing things here. So I'm so happy that we were able to get you to be a part of this. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be part of the, the 10th celebration here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we really don't have, I mean, we got rice cake, so <laughs> celebrate with rice cake. <laughs> Hey, better um, than no cake. <laughs> better than no cake. Well, I suppose you got to have your cake and eat it too, even if it's yeah. rice. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go into, let's dive into you as a singer, Haley. 
Mm-hmm. When did you, um, let's talk about uh, the song that you're going to sing for us now. And that's one of the cool things, like I say, one of the cool things that I enjoy about this is we, the content is Canadian artists across the country uh, of all different forms. And uh, we have country music here with you today. And uh, we all, the cool thing is we get to see some original music. All the artists get to do a couple of original songs. So let's go right into your first one. What is it called? Tell us a little bit about the story behind it. And then uh, when you're ready to play, we'll just completely turn my screen off and give the focus to you for our uh, lovely audiences at home. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so the song that I'm going to be playing today is a song that I wrote uh, when I was just 17. And I was thinking about uh, kind of the trials and tribulations you have a little bit as a teenager and that whole kind of ups and downs and not quite knowing um, you know, where your path is going to lie in life, but it doesn't really matter. Cause you're just in that, um, feeling of just being wild and free. And whenever my grandparents would talk about their youth, um, they'd always have like a special little like glint in their eyes and they had so much nostalgia. And I really wanted to create a song that kind of captured the song of, um, you know, the sometimes craziness, but also, a really fun part of being a teenager and being young and how that carries throughout your entire life. And uh, yeah, so it's called Wild and Free. (laughs) Wild and Free. Okay, so uh, as soon as we uh, turn my uh, camera off and um, uh, microphone, we'll be good to go and take it away. Awesome, okay. That's part of being wild and free. Deep breaths, regrets, agree just to disagree. Run away from all the worries. There's no use in trying to hurry. Only get one shot, gotta get it right. When you're wild and free, you're in our rebel, getting in trouble on dating streets, running the town like kings and queens, singing you know just everything, only 17, so much to learn, so little time to be, wild and free. Tales of time. Oh, oh, yeah. Staying in or sneaking out. We'd make the best of a Friday night. Alright. When you're wild and free, you're in the rebel, getting in trouble on dead end streets. Running the town. Kings and queens singing, you know just everything, only 17. So much to learn, so little time to be. While I'm free, whoa, whoa, Thinking about the fall, 
let down your garden walls. Mistakes don't break us, they just make us wild and free. Wild and free, yeah. Cause when you're wild and free, you're Only 17, so much to learn, so a little time to be free. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know what? Thank you for having good quality sound. We can see you clearly and we can hear you clearly. So oh, that's awesome. Great. I know it's always a, it's a hit and miss, right? With technology for whenever you are. Definitely. Um, okay, so a couple things. One, um, bang up job on your wings, girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, is that cool? of- What's that? What? Oh, I was gonna say it's all those years of musical theater, like before, uh... You know, just doing all the makeup. I feel like that's how I got my eyeliner down. Was just mother like, said straight ahead. Yeah, all the times in the dressing room. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so A plus on the wings. God, I love. Is it sequins here? Or is it just like a gold lame? Is it gold sheer? It, what is it's it? It's just like gold, kind of shimmery. I don't. It's not sequins, but uh, okay, girl, girl, yeah. you upped me one. You upped me one. Every time <laughs> I see you wearing something better than me, I gotta go. So I got rhinestones no. coming out. This will be an ongoing thing. We'll see who outdoes each other with. <laughs> oh, we can both be sparkling. You know. <laughs> Yeah, right. One thing you don't have me on, or one thing you don't have me on, one thing I, you have me on is your straight hair. I love the straight hair, girl. Thanks. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, just tell us a little bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Mm-hmm. What has it been like winning the amount of awards you've won at such a young age or being recognized in so many different categories at, for every for everything that you do, everything that you kind of touch kind of turns to gold. And you you are such a humble, lovely human being, Haley. What has it been like being, you know, re- respected and appreciated with your career so far in such a short period of time? Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, really honored and very grateful for the opportunities and, and awards I've received. Um, but like, I've, I feel like I've kind of uh, lost more than I've won. And um, I feel like those like as much as the awards have taught me, um, you know, some really cool things and, and they've been amazing experiences. And um, the losses have also taught me a whole lot, too, because I feel like that's kind of what makes you as an artist. And, uh, you know, it's, it can be difficult sometimes where you go into things and, and you put all your hopes and dreams and sometimes it doesn't work out, but like, that's what teaches you to 
um, you know, get back out there and have that strength. And sometimes that's just as valuable as uh, the awards and everything as well. And, um, you know, I'm just as grateful for the losses as well as the, um, the wins. And I feel like, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely a really cool thing. Um, but the losses are also great to learn from too. Oh, absolutely. And I, I can't agree with you more in the sense that a loss for me, a loss is, um, you know, a win is celebrated and a loss is cherished. Uh, yeah, yeah sure. I think, you know, for me in that sense. And I know I probably don't, I'm not the only one that speaks for that. Um, but it's such a really cool thing seeing somebody that I know personally just go and, and, uh, and thank you doing it. So I'm, I'm again, thank you, <laughs> I definitely am so happy that you're a part of our 10th episode uh, <laughs> as a guest. Uh, let's just, uh, let's, let's just step aside here. Uh, now I'm not talking artist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite band? Not artist band band Ooh. now you don't have to have one no i definitely have one i'm just trying to think of uh some hmm well i really like led zeppelin like if i like rock yeah you know, i'm listening to a lot of rock um but i also i like uh the 1975 um the high women uh, okay. really great okay, okay, okay. Right now. okay sorry rule rule number one we can only pick one. <laughs> oh, oh, well now that's i'm like, sorry i didn't i didn't I, I didn't i didn't clarify it's like trying to pick my favorite guitar i can't uh, <laughs> uh, that's the that's the best part about this though right you gotta less because it changes every minute i'm sure so yes moment right now who's your favorite band go Who's your least favorite band that whenever you hear it on the radio or on, on a station, you're like, well, turn that off. Uh, I honestly don't have one. I, there's not, there's nothing. No, I'm serious. Like, That's I, a lie. no, I listen to like everything. I, there's not a band. And especially if there's something on the radio that I don't like, there's usually um, like a, something that like I can appreciate the musicianship and everything that went into it. But I, I don't know. I kind of just listen to everything. I don't like, think you're all a bowl of cherries, my dear friend. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of anyone. Okay, like, okay. Okay, know. okay. I'm, I'm going to put money on this next one. Who's your favorite artist? Taylor Swift. Yeah, I totally yeah. would have won a million bazillion dollars on that one. <laughs> I knew that way before going in. Um, okay. Who's your least favorite artist? least favorite artist. come on i mean i don't i don't know i don't really have one i don't have anyone that's like because even if i don't like it personally i know that other people do and okay, this also, is all about spilling the dish this is all about yeah, getting dirty grease details there's no dish to spill i don't know i literally can't think of anyone because i i listen to everything and that's not just like that's not me. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to come back to you in minutes for that song, okay? I'm, or for that artist. I want to know who that is. Um, who was your first concert you went to go see? And how much were the tickets uh, and where was it? Yes. Uh, so my first concert was Justin Bieber, actually. Me and my sister were big Bieber fans. Uh, I think I was seven and Kenna was five. And wow. it was like last minute. Um, I think my mom ended up getting, we got floor seats which are really cool 
Um, but they were being sold, I think, like the day before. So we were able to go. And um, that, I think, also is like what inspired me as an artist to see, because I think Justin Bieber was only like 16 at the time. Um, so it was really cool to see someone that was young that was putting on full concert stadium tours. And I think as a young, inspiring little singer, that was really cool and a very neat experience for me. And obviously, we both love Justin Bieber. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And do you remember how much the tickets were? I, I don't. I was seven. I know they were. I suppose. Surprises. I suppose. Yeah. Ask my uh, mom. I don't know. <laughs> when was your first concert and how much were tickets and did people, did you make money on it? Oh, um, well, I know my first, I don't know if it was like my first concert, but my first gig um, was for a, a charity and I think it was like a 15 minute set. And, uh, and I, it was my first paid gig. And I remember being so excited that it was like, I was getting paid to, to sing, but then I ended up giving the money uh, back to the charity because I really wanted to, um, you know, set an example and, and help give back. And uh, that was probably, yeah, that was my first like gig. Concert might be a little bit different, um, but yeah. Okay, uh, let's let's take a sidestep into a part of your life that um, may not. And I only bring this up because you posted something about it, how it possibly could be the coolest comment on one of your Twitter posts ever. Oh, yes. So yes. I only bring this up because when I read it, I think it was today or yesterday, when I read it, I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So I don't want to like go down the whole road of this part of your yes. life. I have to, because I was a part of it in some degree. Definitely. But I also, I just want to talk about like when you, when you ventured off, when you were doing your shows with high school, mm -hmm. um, you, you were a force to be reckoned with as a lead singer in, uh, musical, in, in musical theater. You snagged some pretty crazy roles as a, as a young artist in the musical theater theater world um, yes. in high school. So, and I'm talking specifically about Christine Dyer and Phantom mm -hmm. of the Opera. First of all, I was, sh I was shocked uh, that they were doing this show. And yes. then when I, and, and then when I found out you were going to this, you were at this school, I, there was of course a no brainer in my mind. <laughs> person who can sing this role this. yeah well yeah it was dream musical for me so that was uh pretty cool <laughs> so you got to play christine in phantom of the opera the high school production of it yes. and um you had uh you have this lovely picture of singing i believe think of me mm -hmm. uh, that's on twitter and then i'll be a monkey's uncle if the show phantom of the opera from i think was it london or new york whichever one it I think it's both like they're, yeah. They're, yeah the conglomerate, the head, the head Phantom of the Opera from the real yeah. useful group, whatever with, with uh, not whatever, sorry, Andrew, <laughs> um, commented on your post. Yeah. And I would have, you know, I would have. Oh yeah. Pooped my pants if there was me getting <laughs> a comment that. from them. <laughs> yeah. How, no, how cool is that? So just, just quickly kind of tell us, I mean, I know that you are, uh, you know, you're going off in the, uh, the, the, the solo singer songwriter country world, which we're going to talk about here in a moment, but mm -hmm. um, as a stepping stone for you and watching you do musical theater, just tell us how important you think musical. Now I'm 
I'm flipping a, <laughs> a thing here. No. How important musical theater was for you mm-hmm. uh, as an actress and as a singer, because we all know that when you get up on stage, it's not just stand in front of a microphone and sing a song. It's the engagement past that fourth wall, if you will, to the yeah. artist, uh, to the audience. So just tell us about why you think musical theater is important and how it helped you. Yeah, um, musical theater was a big part of my life and it still is. Um, getting to do those shows part of, with my high school was awesome because I still got to do theater, but then I also still got to do songwriting. And um, I'm the type of person that I, like I said before, I love everything. And so to be able to experiment and also learn, um, musical theater taught me so much on, yeah, connecting with people and really telling stories to your songs. And I feel like even with country music, especially, it's all about that storytelling aspect. And uh, musical theater taught me so much about, you know, a a character telling a character's story and uh, and putting yourself in someone else's shoes, that kind of same thing. And uh, playing Christine, obviously, like that was a huge dream for me because that was I mean, you heard me talk about it. And I we went to New York to see the show um, when I was, yes, <laughs> um, when I think I was 12. So it was just a huge thing. And then when my school said they were doing it, I mean, my jaw just dropped. And it was a lot of work, a lot of practicing, trying to hit that E6. Um, but it was one of the coolest accomplishments, I think, for me, um, especially vocally, to just, uh, you know, overcome that challenge and and be able to look back on that performance as something as one of my best vocal highlights as well as much as I've loved playing the character and just doing that show it just kind of felt like a dream and uh it was so cool yeah when they tweeted back at me yesterday I I did kind of freak out a little bit um because yeah it's just it was a dream show for me and I, I still love that musical I think it's amazing and Musical theater really has taught me just being a performer and and storyteller in general. So yeah, I uh, I um, I agree with you. <laughs> and how how cool is that? Like I say, you know, to get to have a to have a recognition with a tweet, you know, yeah. from across the across the world, this company gives you a tweet. Um, about uh, about you being that that's just so cool. I just had yeah, that was insane. <laughs> um, let's let's now shift to Haley. Now let's talk about your last name for a second here. The yeah. Difference, uh, because I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's confusing to me because I know you as one way, and then somebody comes up with a stage name, and then they change this, and then they change that. So oh yeah. Let's talk about the uh, the uh, the importance or the unimportance, if you will. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, Haley Benedict, Haley Renee. What is the difference? And explain that to us, please. Uh, oh yeah. So um, I go by Haley Benedict by everything. That's just I've always um, gone up or gone by that. Um, and the Haley Renee, I've just kind of had for uh, personal profiles, just because. Um, just if I don't want, you know, all my music stuff kind of going to one thing. Um, Cause I mean, I, I, I go by Haley Benedict in my real life as well, but um, sometimes when you have stuff on social media, you can get a lot of, um, I don't know if things get shared or whatever. So it's nice just to have like a personal page. That's just um, for just either just friends and kind of stuff. But I, I always go by Haley Benedict. That's who I've always been and 
kind of am. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were doing the marketing for the show today and uh, my PR manager, we were like, I couldn't remember. She made a ben- the Benedict poster and I was like, oh, I don't know if it's Renee or do we doing Benedict or is it no, Renee it's always or do we Benedict. just call her Christine Daae? Like what are well, we doing? Yeah, all my pages are Haley Benedict. They've always been. The only page that is is just my one personal like Facebook page. That's the only Haley Renee, but like Haley Benedict, that's the... That's the kind of go-to. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So speaking of Haley Benedict, um, where are you sitting right now in the music industry? Because you have, you have uh, we're going to talk about, um, we'll talk about your, uh, your streaming platforms and your distribution and all that stuff in a second here. But I just mm-hmm. wanted to talk about you, where you are right now um, at 18 in the music industry and how fast it's kind of been changing for you working with professionals and stepping into, okay, you know, this shit's real. I'm Mm -hmm. doing this now. And we are, it's no longer a hobby. It's like you, that's one of the things that I was very impressed about. It took me long enough to figure out that plan. Let me tell you, (laughs) but, uh, um, uh, but, where are you right now and where are you going? What's the plan? What's the, what's the, what's the next two year plan or when's the next single? What's, what are you doing on the plate right now? Yeah. Um, well, I like, it's been a crazy kind of journey and a lot of it has just, uh, a lot of it's just happened because I just, I've loved to do music. Um, this year, especially though, it's been a little bit difficult. I think with COVID, um, as I'm sure you and so many other musicians can relate, it's kind of put a, huge delay on either just releases or shows and kind of have to get a little bit creative with how we're doing things now like this. And um, I think that was really hard for me because I always had music and I was always doing gigs and had everything kind of lined up, especially for the summer. And then when COVID hit, I just like everything got canceled. I was accepted um, into Berkeley School of Music in Boston and Belmont and Nashville, which were like two of my dream schools. Um, but then with COVID, I wasn't able to go and I didn't have the financials to be able to go. And it was just, uh, it was really hard. Cause you know, you, you, yeah, you set out these goals and you set out these things and, um, and that already like auditioning for those schools and getting in was just a huge thing for me. So it was hard not being able to um, kind of pursue my dream but then it was really a great time to also have that time to reflect on everything and um, write lots of music like I have never written as much music as I have this year I've been able to have so many co-writes with everyone kind of over Skype so that's been great and uh, really just focus on making new music and recording new music and uh, putting putting some new stuff out as well so there's definitely some awesome silver linings and all of this craziness um, as much as COVID's kind of, you know, changed things a little bit, but uh, yeah, lots of been able to focus on my music. So that's been really great. Awesome. You know, we tend to, uh, well, we, and I will speak for every artist in this industry, I guess. Um, we get so wrapped up in the music side of, in the business end of things, because mm-hmm. we are wearing all of those hats and we have to make sure that we're keeping all of them in play. Um, That in order to find the creative avenue or that time to put the creative aspect into it is extremely important because if we don't do that, then we have nothing to market. So exactly. Um, So good on you for using this time of the pandemic and COVID right now in order to be creative. 
Um, uh, what is the what's what is the latest single that you have that that has come out? Uh, the newest one that I've put out is called Next Time Around, and I co-wrote it with Doug Fulkins. He's a Canadian songwriter from BC, and then I also recorded it with Darren Savard. Um, he's a CCMA award-winning guitar player, so it was really cool to be able to work with him. He's out of Vancouver, so I did like the vocals and stuff here, and then sent them off over there, and he did all the production. Um, so it was really neat to be able to do, you know, be able to do stuff here, but then also have him do stuff and then it come together. And uh, yeah, it was a really fun song to put it, out. It, that's really cool. I like it. It's, it's, it's great now that we have the technology where you can do, okay, I'm going to lay this track here and send it to somebody yeah. in the part of the world and do it. But let me tell you, I am so looking forward to the day where I have to get on a plane and fly with the boys or the band, wherever we need to go and go to the studio and do it right there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's nothing like it being like in the actual studio and yeah, it's so fun. It's a great experience. Absolutely. You know, I didn't, congratulations on getting into both of those schools. And I have to say, you. I, you know what? I completely forgot that you're only 18 and I just, I'm just thinking that you're like, keep doing music. But then I'm like, <laughs> no, go to school. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when you said I got into these schools, I was like, school? You what? Go do your music, but then I'm like, yeah. no, yep, no, go to well, school. Well, I really, I've been studying music at those schools. I think um, also just because I, I really, with doing high school and and uh, junior high and elementary, all that, um, that was just pretty regular stuff. But my days would be completely uh, taken up by that. So if I ever like when I did music, it was always after those times or during summer break. So I also really just wanted to uh, focus and really train with my craft and I feel both those schools um, have really great commercial music programs which is something that I want to go in and and really like hone my craft and develop more um, and then still you know learn and and some regular stuff too but uh, just really focus on music because I ha haven't really gotten the chance to um, now that I'm out of school now I kind of have some more time that I can just really focus on this 100% so well, you know, this interview is available. It's available for reruns at any point in time during Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best thing is that if anybody's ever going to listen to this, if you're a label or a record producer or a management company and you're watching this video, I do have to say Haley Benedict certainly knows how to work with time management properly. She is you. You really, truly do, Haley. I've never known. <laughs> I know one other person who has come out of the same place where we have uh, been associated together with. When it comes to time management, you are, you know, you've always managed to get your music done, write a song, go to school for your eight hours in the day and then go to rehearsal and then come back and then write a song and do this and still do this and manage to not be a basket case. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of basket case, I'm going to get off this screen now and we're going to let you go into your second song. Please tell us a little bit about it and uh and where it came from and then sing away my darling okay it's all yours okay um yeah this one was my last single that i released uh this is next time around hope you guys enjoy it was it my fault where did all go wrong for you to string me along all along but i'll be moving on 
Getting my good time on DJ playing that Forget you song When it's spinning on the dance floor lies Black dress killing those lonely eyes Tonight I'm gonna leave it all behind I'm gonna leave it alone Leave no door Reach for the stars and open my heart alone completely. Take all my dreams with me, and nothing gonna bring me down next time around. Yeah. Next time around, I need big blue skies and the starlit nights. Somewhere I can feel alive, feel alive, gonna go all in, next time I'll be all in, fall in love with love again, slowing down an older road, hair flying brown in the sunset glow, Let's straight ahead cause boy you Awesome, awesome, awesome. This time around. <laughs> um, Haley. Yes. Um, where can we find you? What is your Facebook social media handling uh, things? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm all under at that's me, Haley B. Uh, or you can find all of my socials on my website, uh, www.haleybenedictmusic.com. Also have all my music on there. And my TikTok is at HaleyB1114. Yeah. Awesome. And so we can also find your music on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, YouTube, all that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm on all streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, it's all there. <laughs> and to make it easier for everybody, all you have to do is just hit that Google button and uh, type in Haley Benedict. Um, no, Google hasn't paid $10,000 for that ad yet. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> <I wish. laughs> um, easy peasy, Haley Benedict, you know what? Thank you so much for tonight, Haley. Um, I, uh, what a treat. 
Uh, I cannot uh, say how much it's been uh, a pleasure to uh, see you digitally. One day we will reconnect face to face. Yes. And um, and uh, perhaps who knows? Maybe there's a song in the uh, in the stars uh, for us to uh, collaborate. Mm -hmm. One day. Who knows what's going to happen? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for having me today, Curtis. I really appreciate it. This is awesome. Fun. Welcome, I'm going to get you to sign off, and then we'll just finish our uh, live show here. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. Take care. Thank you, Curtis. You, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, everybody. That is Haley Benedict. You heard where you can find everything on her. That's me, Haley B, on social media. And you can find uh, her music on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Deezer, and all those lovely other distribution uh, streaming platforms. Um, these are really, really good stickers. So if you need to uh, have a sticker, these are really good stickers. Check them out. They're great stickers. Aren't they wonderful? And um, thank you for joining in tonight at uh, Chatting 88s at 8. My name is Curtis LaBelle. And uh, make sure you tune in for next week because we're going out way in left field. Next week's theme is heavy metal. I am so looking forward to interviewing this guest. This guest just reached over 200,000 views on their recent single that is uh, just over a month uh, on uh, YouTube. So I'll let you go and figure that out if you wanted to search who that might be. My name is Curtis LaBelle, chatting 88s at 8 every Wednesday. That's our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Chatting 88's at 8 podcast with your host, Curtis LaBelle. And remember, you're only as good as the last thing that you do. So own every minute of what you put out. <laughs>